And welcome back to Season 2, Episode 75 of the Court of Three Podcast. I am your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast with my Def Leppard t-shirt wearing, head-banging, hand-raising wife, Lisa. Ooh, that's me. You know, when you, like, go into church and you get into your seat and the music's already playing, I mean, it's like 10 seconds and your hands are already up. Me, I'm kind of like... You're still I'm like, still just kind of like your getting coffee in. cup situated. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. I don't do and then that. I turn around, it's like, oh, she got her hands up. Mm-hmm. She's already. I'm serious when it comes it. to worship. You are. Yeah. You people holding your coffee cup, swaying. It's inhibiting your worship. I wonder if there's a <laughs> Tim Hawkins uh, coffee sure cup is. posture of worship. Well, you can do it one-handed, but you might need like, to change your cup every now and then. And it'd be like a coffee cup hand. in one hand, yeah. and the other hand is up, and yeah. and then doing the like the. I, I mean, maybe wipe. people can, but I've got to be focused. The windshield on. wiper. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah, you couldn't really do the TV posture, holding the TV. No, carry it's to carry the or TV. the Mufasa or or lift the baby. Yes. Yeah, hold the baby. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So what do we get to do on That's our podcast? Me. On our podcast, we hope to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. We're going to talk about things that will make you think, laugh, cry, and sometimes maybe all three. So wherever you are today, we encourage you to listen and join in the conversation by sharing this podcast on your socials with your friends and families by text. So on this week's episode of the podcast... Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about giving thanks in the hard times. Since this is Thanksgiving week, uh-huh. I was like, let's talk about giving thanks. But, you know, sometimes when, when things are going well, it's easy to give thanks. You know, we can thank God for our many blessings. We can thank God for our families. We can thank God for what we have and all this kind of stuff. But what about giving thanks in the hard times? Right. How are we supposed to do that and how do we do that? We're going to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Sounds good. So, but but before, first, you got a, I have a question of the day. You got a question day. of the day. So, it's the court of three question of the day. Yes. Well, you and I enjoy watching movies, and when we have a little bit of time, we enjoy doing that together. And we pick all different genres. Now, your your list and Netflix, what you save is different than mine but we cross over and we'll watch and let the other one pick so i thought kind of with the theme of movies here's your question would you rather be stuck in a romantic comedy with your worst enemy or a horror movie with your very best friend uh in the horror movie with my very you can't stand scary i don't want to be with my worst enemy (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't mean that you have to This know. is a relational question <laughs> But you can't stand scary You're right I thought you would not pick horror I'm Just going to, to pick not be horror. scared I'm You going would pick to be- the romantic comedy It might mean that like You know Your enemy You, you get to make fun of them In this romantic comedy Well now in that case See that's what I'm saying You gotta think outside the box Spencer Yeah now, in that case, 
if I'm in a romantic comedy with my worst enemy and I have the opportunity to uh, make fun of them. Yeah, then you'd go for it. Yeah, I'd probably okay. go for that. Okay. I'd probably go for that. But okay. on the relational side, I would much rather be with my best friend. And be scared to death. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely where I am. But because I like scary. Yeah. I, and And it's very sad that my close friends, none of them like scary, but if and you I, don't either. But if I have a choice, uh huh, like of what I'm gonna want to watch, you're thinking too deep. No, you think I'm too trying deep. to think outside the box too. Okay, I know this is talking about being in. How the movie. about your? How about your enemy in a horror movie with your worst enemy in a horror movie? Now that would be funny. As long as here, let's as go long into as the, the bar bad stuff would happen the, to him. Yeah, where all the axes are hanging. Yeah, as, as long as the bad stuff would happen to him. <laughs> they fall down and they're the on ones roots. that fall. Yes. Ah. Yeah, they're the ones. And I've got the chainsaw. Or you just have to outrun or them. Or I just have to outrun yeah. them. <laughs> no, the, I'm not even gonna be with them. them. If they're my worst enemy, I'm not uh, gonna be be okay. with them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm still picking horror movies just because I, I like horror movies. Yeah, you like horror movies. <laughs> But if I have a choice to watch a horror movie over a yeah, rom-com, you really don't ever I'm going to watch those. the rom-com. Yes, you don't, you don't ever want to watch the psychological thrillers no, with me. No, You're uh, like, oh, this creep- is creepy. It's creepy. Five minutes in and Spencer's like, oh, I can't watch this. It's creepy. I'm like, nothing even happened yet. <laughs> it's creepy. Give me seal team. Give me shoot them up, bang bangs. You know, all that. Don't give me That's creepy. real life horror. Psycho. <laughs> Creepy people that okay. I, don't okay. I don't get into that stuff. All right. Okay. You do. I do. I love the mind. What does that say about you? I'm very intrigued by the brain and people's. You sure it's the brain? Personalities and. <coughs> yes. Could be something else. No. Oh, well, I think it's the brain a lot. Mm. Okay. Update. So, updates. You said that this is Thanksgiving week. And for all of those teachers out there, we made it. Yeah. Are there any teachers that are not on break? Oh, I hope not. I just did that really happily. Yeah. You know, I was thinking back. I was telling somebody the other day, thinking back over my teaching career, when I first started teaching. It was like the day before Thanksgiving before you got out. We got out Wednesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday. But we went Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And then... Slowly but surely, I think then it became like Monday and maybe half a day Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then for the last but I think several years, it's been are, the whole week. I think most I people hope are they out are. for I the whole week. I hope they are. Yes. And it comes at just the right time. Like the kids were mm-hmm. losing their minds and the teachers were about to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody was about to get hurt. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no. We would never harm children. Never. In the making of young minds. That's right. That's right. Okay. No children were harmed. No, they were not. But, yes, we're on break, so that's nice to have that. And what about Lizzie? Lizzie's and B-ball. Been on, yeah, she's had two games yeah. on a little bit of a hot streak, which was yeah. really been nice to see her, you know, yeah. kind of have the opportunity to Shine get a lot a of points. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's always been kind of in a secondary type Role and she to, has always been fine with that. We've, oh, yeah. We've always, you know, admired the way she is a 
selfless player. She really, she's definitely a really, team player. Yes, wants and, others to succeed and too. The, and the team itself, um, is a they they play like a team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're passing. And the coaches have both said that that they enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and you can you can tell that. Yeah, you can tell that there's yeah. some continuity there, even though it's they've kind of gone through some little challenges sure. and whatnot. Sure. But they they are playing like a team and watching some of those mm-hmm. girls play, you know, over these last few years yeah. of seeing them grow and develop. Yeah. They're really Get better. They're, mm-hmm. They've really got mm-hmm. gotten better, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's and, fun. And mm- she scored over 20. Yeah. Our first two games. First Both two games. It's been really, really fun to watch. It has been. It has so, been. Now, also on this update, so mm-hmm. I'm reading a couple of books. Actually, yes. reading three. One of them I'm reading with you. But, yes. But two books that I am currently reading, and I'll have these in the show notes, but two books I'm currently reading. You talked about one, one of them. Yep. Okay. One of them is The 32 Principles. Mm-hmm. Harnessing the power of jujitsu to succeed in business relationships and life by Henner Gracie. Um, really, really good book. I've read the first two principles, um, like how it's laid out. Uh, it's very, uh, it, it, it's something that really kind of piques the mind and the heart to, to get a grasp on how, uh, <clears throat> how you relate in business, how you relate in life, how you relate in relationships. It's just really good. Very good insight. And I also like the fact that he has different QR codes before the chapters begin mm-hmm. so that you can link uh, a to a video. You can see a video of how the jujitsu uh move like the principles are played out that's cool uh with in in how they execute jujitsu uh moves it's really really cool to see something being talked about uh, you know and then applied in life relationships business and how it's played out and uh, and applied in the actual uh execution of jujitsu it's really Uh cool now the other other book, book This one is by a guy by the name of Joshua Medcalf. Um, He wrote the Chop Wood, Carry Water book, which is a book that we're reading at work. And this other book I found is called Hustle. The people at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, they didn't fall there. They had to climb. They had to get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it takes a a certain amount of hustle mm-hmm. uh, to to get there. And I think the way that he really approaches that word hustle in the book is from an entrepreneurial standpoint. That one, you can't be afraid of. You got to embrace failure. You got to embrace the suck in certain things. You have to uh, have a no quit mindset. You got to keep fighting. Keep hustling. Um, in order to be successful uh, in whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's it's really more of a mindset book, and okay. uh, I like it. Okay. I like it. There's probably some Good. things in there that's like, ah, I don't know about that, but 
Well, that's with all books. I yeah. think you have to. Some people, but it's real. Yeah, some and, people. I think they have this mentality that, well, you you only should read books that you completely agree with every single word. Well, you're really not totally going to find a book like that. that unless it's the Bible that you're totally. Reading. These are yes. two books. I do too. These I two books. With. You can find principles. These two books mm-hmm. are. I don't agree with some of it. Some yeah. of it, sure. Yeah, and I think that's okay. I think that's part of of us learning and and God teaching us discernment, right? That we filter things through God's word, whether this author wrote that way or this author is a believer. Mm-hmm. We growing Christians should be able to read things and filter it through God's word, that's right? And, and take away the good principles and. Lessons that we can learn. Right. Yeah. So those are just a couple Good. of books that I'm reading and growing in in terms of my own leadership. And I like that. Yeah. Very good. So let's dive in to this okay. whole conversation on giving thanks in the hard times. Yes. So First <clears throat> Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 It says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Mm. And, you know, when when we've asked the question of people, hey, what are you thankful for? You know, most everybody will go to uh, what's easy to be thankful for. Or, or maybe good things, or good if things. you want to say That's it that right. way. Yes. Yeah, nobody ever says, you know what, I'm thankful that I'm going through this really difficult circumstance. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever says, you don't ever yeah. hear anybody say, I'm going through a difficulty, you know, that they are thankful for. But yet James tells us. Consider, yeah, consider it. Joy, my yeah, brothers all joy. and sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, then then it goes into what it leads to. Right. Um, But That's true. Usually when we're giving a testimony of what we're thankful for, we list those things. And and a lot of them, we would all agree with it, too. uh Like I did this with my class, and I said, you know, let's just take out family and that we're thankful for God and Jesus. Because we would all agree in my classroom— all of us would say, yes, those are things we're thankful for. And I tried to get them to think outside the box. And it was sweet, the things they named. But, yeah, it's still those good things, the things I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's easy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. E- now, yeah. nothing wrong no. with that. It says count all your blessings. Absolutely. But that's the part. All can mean those difficult things. Yeah, the hard mm-hmm. Those hard yes. moments, those hard things in your life right. that you are going through, can you be thankful in those hard moments? Mm. And if you can be, how do you do it? What what is that? Yeah. You know, and in Psalm forty two verse eleven, uh, the psalmist wrote, "Why are you cast down, O my soul?" And why are you in turmoil within me? So even the psalmist is saying, man, I got some junk going on inside my heart Mm -hmm. and I'm struggling. This is King David, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Mm -hmm. So I've got this stuff going on inside of me. I am downcast. My soul is burdened. I'm weighted down. And But then he answers his own question. 
Exactly. By saying, what does he say? By saying, hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Right. So he turned the focus then instead of on in inner and the turmoil that was going on, the junk in his own life and how he felt to who God is. So along that side, along that line of experiencing turmoil, Mm -hmm. along that side of that, uh, that line of uh, being downcast, the hard, you know, you and you and I are both going through a difficult time in, in our own lives, specifically with you. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on with you. Cause some of our listeners who may be just yeah. first timers, they don't know what's up. Uh, and well, and others, others ask me, yeah. um, especially here recently, I've gotten a lot of, um, you know, people wanting to check on me and say, how are you doing? And, and what they're meaning is with my diagnosis, with my eyes. So uh, a year ago, actually a little over a year ago, that we ended up getting some genetic testing and learned that I have um, an inherited retina disease that is genetic. And then made our way to Emory. The Lord opened doors for that. It's a cool God story about that. But got to a doctor, confirmed it, a specialist, and said, basically, there's nothing we can do right now for this. Now, there's hope maybe for the future and medical advances in science. But right now, there's really nothing, not really sure, even a, a full prognosis. Like he, he couldn't even really give some clear answers on things as far as a timeline or this is what it would exactly look like because mine's kind of a little different than maybe some others that they have studied and, and have, um, that have a, maybe a broader scope of people that it affects. So I am losing my central vision and it it affects a lot of things. It affects um, my speed to quickly see things, especially if I am moving my sight around, looking from one thing to the next and one side of the room to another. Um, it's affected with low light. It's affected with maybe going from outside to in, inside to out, just the, the very different lights and brightness of light I have noticed shades of color and needing contrast and many colors that are very similar pinks and oranges and reds not being able to distinguish well sometimes um, so it affects a lot so some of those effects and how it does affect you know you mm-hmm. Like when you're walking into a room, yes, are you able to recognize people? No, and and it's very sad because, you know, be, being in ministry and just in the things that we've done in life, I'm I'm pretty good at remembering names and putting them with faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was kind of a joke when I came into your family that 
I could tell you who your cousins and so and so and so and so were before you could. Right. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot. But um, now I cannot quickly. I I cannot see and focus on someone's face before they're like, you know, waving at me. And I'm like, I don't know who's waving at me. Right. Or, you know, they're waiting for me to speak to him. And it's, it's taking me just that minute longer to go, okay, let my eyes adjust. Who is this? And yeah. And figure it out. So an example of your eyes focusing Mm -hmm. also, like when you're inputting grades onto your computer. Oh yeah, that's hard. Tedious. (laughs) um, You have to, You've had to use a separate number numerical keypad. Yeah, we found a, a way to help me. Um, but you've got to maintain. Help it to be more accessible. But you have to maintain your your fix, your eyes. Yes. On the computer. I'm better if I can keep my focus on the one thing and, that I need to be looking at, so I I can punch the number. And I have to call out the number. At it. I have to call out the number. Oh, I've done it at school now. Yeah, I know you yeah. can do it at school now, yeah. but <clears throat> but when we you done were it helping here, me, yes, yeah, it was something. I had to because help it was looking in my grade book, <clears throat> looking on the computer. That's two very like paper right. with different colored ink mm-hmm. to a backlit screen to the number keypad. And yeah, that's a lot of moving parts for somebody's vision. And also, like in church, uh, yes. Jared had given you a gift he did it's been my Tell, what about your gift? gift yes and in fact the the girl that i was sitting beside this morning she was like that is cool it's like a glow stick around your yeah. neck and i was like oh it is yeah so he gave me just this neck lamp that has um two little ends that point down and i am able to bend it um, any which way I need. It has like three settings. I can do a, like a lower yellow light or a bright LED light. Um, turn one on, turn two on, and have it focus right directly at my Bible. Because I, I know, I know it's on your phone or your iPad, but I love my physical Bible to read those words on those paper pages and turn it with my fingers so that made it accessible for me Mm -hmm. so what has been hard for Mm. you in this probably the hardest and this is just I mean this is just truthful and something that I love to do I love to drive and I said I wanted to be a race car driver. <laughs> yes. Um, if I'd chosen another path, it would have been race car driving. I, I do. I, I just, I love to drive. I enjoy, I love cars. I love muscle cars. And yeah, I just enjoyed that freedom, um, the power of driving, listening to the radio or, or whatever I want to listen to or just praying while I'm riding. Uh, enjoying scenery, but that's probably been the hardest is not really driving. And what was it? Uh, why is it that you can't? Well, it's, I mean, I can, and I have some, but not to places I'm not familiar with. And especially like, there's so many things you have to think about now. It's, is it, is it going to be cloudy? Am I going to go under, you know, or on a road where you're under trees and filtered sunlight is very hard for my eyes to take that and 
and stay focused when that light is mm-hmm. constantly changing. Um, is it going to get dark while I'm out? Right. Because I definitely don't drive at night. So all of those, is it going to rain? Because I do not have good vision with anything like that, with rain, mm. Is the road painted? <laughs> right. Am lines? I on a back road that the white and the yellow lines are so worn or the grass has grown over the edges mm. that I don't have those boundaries? Yeah. Yes, that It'd be I easy for you to Lights off coming the road. straight at me right. mess me up from what I'm trying to focus on and look at. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that's, that's a lot of freedom that gets taken away um, without your choice. Mm-hmm. And, and not because it's a progression of you're getting old and, right. you know, that's hard. Yeah, that was a hard moment. And to when, depend on people. Like, right. I, and it's okay. I'm I'm learning to do that, and I think have a good attitude about it. But sometimes you just like to get up and go by yourself. I don't want people to go with me. Yeah. Oh, you've got a great attitude about it. Um, as far as just how you have, I mean, it definitely when the doctor when we met with that doctor at Emory and you know he said, hey, look, he said, you're not. You're not legally blind. Yes, taking your driver's license away from you. But you know, and he said, you need to be wise about it. Yeah. And is it, when is it okay and when is it not best for you to? So, right. And more. so that really, it's been probably close to a year mm-hmm. that, you know, we had decided that, you know what, maybe it's not safe for you to not drive. Very and much, yeah. And it was confirmed in that doctor appointment back in March. Yeah. Um, but it's become less and less because, I mean, now I don't have a car. And we're certainly not going to buy a car no. for someone that's losing their <laughs> that's sight. That's very true. That would not nope, be wise. Not good. Um, I think y'all joked and said I could get a seeing eye pony, <laughs> seeing eye dog, but I'm not going to get another car. I'm so thankful. It's so funny. I know this sounds silly, but I'm thankful that I have my Mustang. Yeah. You know, for a while. My Camaro. Yeah. Which now Lizzie has now that. Now Lizzie's so, got yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so what else has anything else been hard? Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. I've noticed. That watching my kids, um, Lizzie and her sports, it's harder for me to follow yeah. follow the ball. I, I follow her, but I don't always see the ball where the ball is, and you know I try to. Did she make that shot? It's just hard. No. Nope. That's uh the gym light. Yeah. And all the gyms are different, but it does cast a little bit of a, a different light. It's hard for me. Yep. So, so <clears throat> how how is it that we are thankful? Because I think, you know, we all we all we all know and we feel the hard. I mean, 
the days that, you know, you say, hey, look at my eyeliner. Do I have my eyeliner on right? Do I have... I ask you to check my earrings. Check your earrings. Sometimes sometimes I don't know people if he really is looking carefully. And did they really, really match? Or did he just tell me that they matched? No. So people, you feel free to tell me. Yeah. No, I do. And Uh, Say don't wear that again, Lisa. And while it's hard, I think we, uh, you know, it... It's been hard. It's been hard for me. It's been hard for me to accept. Sure. In a lot of ways, uh, but you know whether if it is helping you identify identify your food at Barberitos, what if you're eating steak or beans? I know it all gets um, mixed it in all the gets bowl. Mixed in the bowl, and I'm like, okay, I know rice, but I can't see the chicken from the right. rice, and yeah. And <laughs> uh, whether if it's that or. If it is trying to tell you what's going on in a movie that may be a dark type movie, yeah, um, you know, those things are those things are hard. Um, and but then on the other side, we find ways to laugh. I was gonna say, I think we try to laugh, and and if we don't, if we don't find ways to laugh, then it uh, it can become. A way heavier burden. Sure, laughter lightens. Yeah, it's it. it I think there's healing in laughter yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And it's like a bomb. It, yeah, and and having people around, like you know, like when we were with uh, <laughs> when Della. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. No. Tells me to, yes, a friend at at a wedding, and we're, you know, in a low light, and we've just had our meal, and she wants to put her lipstick on. So, as any, you know, the epitome of Southern women would do, she pulls out her lipstick and she puts that lipstick on. And she didn't have a mirror with her, so she wants me to check it. And uh, I was like, She uh, knows very well what's going on with you. Yeah, she did. And she said, Lisa, how's my lipstick? Is it, did I get it right? And I'm like, Well, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> and she's like, oh, hold on. And she leans over into my periphery. Which is where you can to see one side, And she says, yeah, but can't you see this? Is this good? And then she leans way to the other side. How about this? How about this? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we've, we've had having, ways to laugh. And having friends like that. Yes. To to create They don't act awkward. And, and don't, it's not, yeah. yeah. And is is huge. It is. You know? And finding ways to joke around it and, you know, not that it makes light of a serious situation, but then again, it does make light of a serious situation and brings laughter. Yeah. Which brings healing. Yes. Or just the way that um, so many of our friends, they, they offer to help, you know? Yeah. Do you want me to read this to you? And um, just even some teachers at school are very, very thoughtful about saying, flip the lights on, Lisa. It's fine. Just flip it on. Don't worry about, you know, Mm -hmm. um, helping me, you know, see certain things uh, at school. Right. Pointing things out to me. Mm -hmm. So in the hard, how can we be thankful how are we thankful and how can we be thankful? How are you thankful? 
Well, I think the first thing that I tell people is that it could be so much worse. Again, if I, yes, this is hard, but I can think of hundreds of other things that I've watched people go through or that they are dealing with right now that I think is so much worse than what I'm going through. So per- perspective, maybe. Yeah. So this I isn't a life that, or death situation. No. And, and I tell people, I think someone asked me, do you think it would be worse if you had never had your eyesight? And I thought about that for a long mm, time a before question. answering. And I said, no, I, I, uh, I think it would be worse if I had never had sight because I've made pictures in my mind. Yeah. You know, I've seen um, the beauty of all of God's creation. I've been yeah. so many places and seen so many things that he's created of the different landscapes and um, natural wonders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my kids and um, family and things like that. So, no, I I have those memories that nothing, even losing sight, I will still have that. Right. I believe. Yep. So I'm I'm thankful in that then I can say I'm thankful that I have had sight yep. for so many years and that I was able to have those opportunities to to see all those things, to experience them with with good eyesight. Um Yeah. That was a good question. Yeah. What uh yeah. so how so let's let's take this uh-huh. and you leverage this to maybe inspire others that may be dealing with hard. Uh-huh. And how can they how can they be thankful in the hard? What are what are some things that they can know they can do to be thankful in the heart. There may be some things that you might want to add to our list that I wrote down, mm-hmm. but well, how can they be thankful in the heart? Well, I, I think it bounces off of what, what David was doing in writing the Psalm and you see it over and over and over with David in his life and story is that I think first you just, you have to know that God is good, that we, we sing, um, the chorus, a good, good father. And back when I was growing up, we would even have the, you know, recitation of God is good from the pulpit and the people in the congregation would say all the time. time. And then, you know, um, good. All the time, God is good. Yes, that that just that has to be a stake in the ground. Yeah, and it is for us. Mm-hmm. So He's never ceased I, to be good. No, to us. No. And some no matter take... what happens in this life, um, and and what hard or what trials or what difficulties, that doesn't change his character right. of being good. And yeah. And some people will take what you're going through or uh-huh. what somebody else may be going through and saying, 
this is not how how, how can a good God uh, allow something like this to happen to one of His people? You know, one of His His and creation. I'll, yes, but that's another thing that I'm able to share with people is that He teaches me lessons in walking through this difficult. He's teaching me lessons that. I believe I would not learn otherwise. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the goodness. What else? How can how can people be thankful? Um, I think along with that, just kind of a, a, almost a, a, an immediate second is that okay? You put that stake in the ground that God's good. Then you have to trust Him. If He is good, then you trust His heart. Right. You trust that heart of God, that he is your heavenly father, that's so much more than what we know as earthly relationships of loving people and loving our children, like infinitely more than that Mm -hmm. is how he loves us, that we can trust that. Yeah, I've heard it said when you can't see his hands, trust his heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're not always going to be able to see his hand. No, and you, and you might not see it this side of heaven. Even I mean, that's not promised, but it's still a command that I'm to trust Him. And you know, and the Scripture talks about, hey, if if anyone is sick among you, let him uh, come before uh, the elders of the church. Let them yeah. lay their hands on that sick person. Uh, and the sick person will then be made well because the prayer of a, of, a, of a righteous man avails much. And I don't know how many righteous people have, you know, prayed over you, prayed for you, anointed you with oil, anointed your eyes with oil, and nothing's changed. But that doesn't mean God didn't hear those prayers. Uh-huh. And it That's does right. not mean that he isn't answering those prayers right. because he answers every prayer. Yep. It can be yes, and, it can be no, and it can be wait. Yeah. And and along that same line is um if God is good yes. and we can trust him uh-huh. and if he says and if he chooses to not heal you, um then there's something better that would would that God's going to use this to leverage for his glory. Right. Period. True. So Mm -hmm. what else? And I'll be healed one day. True that. So, Mm. okay. How about that? He is for us. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that doesn't make sense when you're going through what you're going through. Maybe somebody's dealing with cancer. I mean, I found out today from a pastor friend of mine, that his mom is in her second state in the second um, series of uh, breast cancer. You know, she's gone through it once. Now she's going through it again. And we've right. known, and and we we've known think people in our minds that have right, gone through that. How can that be for us? But again, we live in a fallen world. That is because of man's choice and sin entering into the world from Adam and Eve and passed on down through the generations. And because of that, we have these diseases. We have these things. We have this brokenness in the world. But yet God is on the throne saying, 
but in those things, I am for you. And I'm going to work for my glory and your good, Mm -hmm. even if you don't understand it. There is something that he's doing, and it's for us. He's he's championing and cheering us on in our faith to strengthen our faith. Um, he's cheering us on for our witness for him mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe bring others in to encourage others to to fight or to stand or to believe Mm -hmm. all of those things he's for us and who can be against us that's right if If he's he's for for us us, nothing no principalities or demons or anything on this earth can separate us no nothing physical can be against us no thing is what i wrote in my bible yeah no thing no thing. Yep. That's right. So the last one. Yes. How can we be thankful? This is really kind of hitting on what Pastor Matt talked about today. Yes. Um, in the message, talk about what is joy. Uh-huh. And he, God, how can we be thankful? It's because God has given us great joy. Yes. Even in circumstances. Yeah. That are difficult. He gives joy. It goes back to that First Thessalonians five eighteen, yes. that to be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, at that time when that was being written, that was really talking about more in terms of the end times and how to prepare and how to live life. Right. And but I also think that the way that that scriptures written out that we can apply it to the difficult times in our lives and whatever circumstance we're going through. And in that passage to be thankful in all circumstances, um, I think it is tied directly to joy and what pastor Matt said today is he, he said this, he says, happiness is tied to how I feel. Which feelings come and go. Come and go. They're gonna fluctuate. While joy is tied to who Jesus is. Yeah. And when I started doing a little digging a little deeper in the uh in the in this in the passages that we were reading this morning in in, in this in the message. Right. There were two words that really kind of stood out to me. One was joy, and there's a Greek word for that. I'm not going to really worry about naming that, but the joy is one. It's a fruit of the Spirit, love, uh-huh. joy, uh-huh. peace, patience, kind of, you know, goes on from in Galatians. But then later on, uh, there's some more passages that talks about that it is uh, with the joy of the Spirit, that word spirit, the Greek word for that, it means a current of air. It's it's called pneuma. Uh-huh. Kind of like where we get like pneumonia. pneumonia. Uh-huh. Yeah. So spirit is like a current of air. And so as I started thinking about that passage and that verse and that word about uh-huh. the spirit, so 
the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the pneuma, okay? The fruit of the pneuma is love, joy. It is a current of air. In other words, when I think about that, the spirit being a current of air, there is a current of joy that that is recycled and cycled mm-hmm. in us and through us and for us. Uh-huh. Not that it is something that is done in our own strength and capacity because we cannot conjugate that much joy. No, it's supernatural. It is That's supernatural. Mm-hmm. It is straight from the Spirit of God. Uh-huh. And he breathes his joy into us so that we could have great joy. And that word great, when he's talking about the shepherds, that you will have great joy. That word great in the Greek is called mega. So you're going to have mega joy. Breathing, breathing, breathing a mega joy that's going to be breathed into you. God exhales his joy and he inhale and he and he and he breathes it into you much like he the breath of god was breathed into adam and adam came to, to life, give life. Uh-huh. it continues god to give breath, life god, and continues to give life god breathes into us yes. a spirit of joy and that spirit of joy ultimately mm-hmm. is breathed into other people yes you are that uh, if we're allowing the spirit to, you're like an O2 tank. Breathe that blast. Yeah, you're like an O2 tank for current. people that are that are and we're able lacking to joy. give that to others, aren't we? Hundred percent. I like that. And so it's a, it's a, it's a joy to tank. How about a joy that? Two tank. A joy to tank. Okay. Yeah. Joy two I just tank. made that up. Yeah. No. That's kind of cheesy. <laughs> I know it was. I like the picture of that though. That it's this current from God through his Holy Spirit that flows in and out of us. I like that. So ultimately, ultimately what we go through is for his glory to breathe in and breathe out the current of air called joy. And you know, I think we would say that we would wish that we didn't have hard times. You know, I wish I didn't have vision impairment. People would wish that they didn't have cancer or, you know, a debilitating disease or crippledness or all these other things that are so difficult in life. But yet, if we really stop and think about it, I think we would agree, those as believers, we would say, Yet, even though we have those things, instead of wishing them away, we would rather have this priceless, valuable gift of joy in Mm -hmm. our life with those difficult things. So, with that, whatever circumstance you are in, be thankful. Yes. Be thankful. Give him thanks in all things. In all things. Mm-hmm. He's for you. He's good. You can trust him. And he breathes his spirit-filled joy into you. That's where you get it. So, 
You be joyful and go breathe that joy into others around you, especially this week as you gather with family and friends. So, folks, thank you so much for listening in. We are grateful for you. We are thankful for you. Um, The feedback, the comments that we get, uh, you know, from text or just in-person conversations. Thank you so much. And uh, please leave us a review uh, on whatever platform platform you use to listen to podcasts. And uh, that certainly helps. Uh, to send that on to other people for, so that they can hear what we've got to say um, and hope that it's uh, an encouragement uh, to you and to your friends as well. Um, if there's anything we can do to pray for you, please send us a message. You can connect with us on Instagram or send us an email with that. So anything else, Lisa? No. You good? I'm good. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. Can I pray for us before we shut it down? Sure. Lord, thanks for today. Thank you for this week of Thanksgiving that we get to be with family and friends. And God, we are thankful for the hard. We're thankful for the difficulties that we go through. Uh, It's something that uh, we hope and we pray that is leveraged for your glory and for your glory alone. We love you and we thank you, Jesus. Amen. And remember, the two two are are better better than than one. one. And a cord of three strands is not easily broken.